0: Hello, it's Lita here from Community Finance Ireland, and welcome to our podcast series. Change makers are in every community, they're in every city, and they're down every rural road, right across the island of Ireland. This series meets with those amongst us who choose change. Their stories demonstrate what can be done when we work together. And here at Community Finance Ireland, we speak finance, but we hear people. And we really do hope you enjoy listening to them. Good afternoon, everybody, and uh, thank you for tuning in to the Community Finance Ireland podcast series. We're in Dungannon in South Tyrone Northern Ireland this afternoon, speaking to Brian McCauley, the Chief Executive Officer of the Dungannon Enterprise Centre. Uh, Brian, thank you very much for welcoming us and uh, speaking to our listeners today. As we both know, we're recording this during the COVID-19 impact. And obviously very interested to hear about how you and um, your company are uh, readjusting or resetting to those particular challenges. But first of all, for those that are not familiar with the Dungannon Enterprise Centre, tell me a little bit about the organisation and the project.
1: Yeah, well, Dungannon Enterprise Centre is the local enterprise agency for South Throne. We officially opened a way back in 1991 yeah. And we're a community organisation, wholly owned by the community and voluntary board of members. Board members, we uh, exist to help the local economy by uh, fostering small business development and helping existing businesses grow. And uh, we have been doing that very successfully for the last thirty odd years. Um, we have uh, we have fortunately got a, an asset base, which is our property.
0: Yeah.
1: And that generates revenue for us, Yeah, which which means we can, we're independent.
0: You're independent. Okay. And how did you get involved? Because I I read that you'd joined, you're there 10 years now. What made you join the Enterprise Centre?
1: Oh, um, no, the the cube is going 10 years. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I I am actually about 28 years here. Oh, are you? Yeah, in 93, I joined. uh, And, uh, I came out of the private sector, was, was a business, uh, ran my own business in marketing, and the opportunity came up to manage the enterprise centre. Uh, we've been going now, uh, from 1981, I've been slowly but surely building the enterprise centre up till the, the scale that it is now. And uh, there's about 70 businesses in the park now.
0: And Brian, is Tyrone your hometown? Is that why you were so keen to make this work?
1: Yeah, you could say Dungannon is my hometown. Um, yeah. I I uh I've lived in every county in Northern Ireland. Have uh, you? Because my father worked in the bank, and in those uh, kids, every four years you were moved on. So when I get, when or, I was born yeah. in Belfast, moved down to Skilled, then Bambridge then Maheara Felt, uh, Cookstown. As you know, we, we've been all over the place. But I do. So think there's not a
0: community in Northern Ireland that you're not familiar with.
1: Well, that's it. That's it. There's hardly <laughs> a county I haven't I haven't lived in. <laughs> I've actually yeah. moved I've only recently moved to Armagh so I'm ah, okay. I'm trying out Armagh. So you're, Arma
0: you're still moving around. Can I ask you then um, so the the enterprise center itself I mean obviously we're not able to go up and actually walk around today but you are well, well able to see the scale of the building and the location of it because there's some terrific videos that are available on your local Facebook um, site that you can see it but I know having had a look there's some of the things that are really I suppose what might give us the sense of what makes it so successful, because I mean, this isn't a a new project. This has been around for quite a long time. There's been about 2000 startup businesses come through your doors over the last number of years, all of which are creating successful businesses within the community, Mm -hmm. helping people to stay, you know, living within their home area, having them, giving them the work-life balance that they so desperately require, as all of us do. But what makes it so successful, do you think? Is it the size of it, the scale of it, the people?
1: We are very fortunate. In South Tyrone. there's more people self-employed per head yeah. of population than anywhere else on, in Northern Ireland.
0: That's interesting.
1: Uh, there is a self-help uh, mentality here. There's uh, an
0: entrepreneurial and, spirit. Absolutely, everybody is, and so the population. I, I heard that it's about one hundred and seventy thousand. Would that still be about right?
1: It is, and it's growing too. Like in the right. in the census yeah. projections, Dungannon and the greater Dungannon area is expected to grow even bigger. And I
0: read, I read recently that there was a report that said that Dungannon was probably the happiest place to live in Northern Ireland, if not out the whole of the UK.
1: Uh,
0: I wonder, would you would you endorse that?
1: Oh well, I think that was written by a Dungannon person, for
0: <laughs> It probably was. It probably was. So the success starts with the attitude within the area, yeah. obviously. So you've got that right. entrepreneurial yeah. spirit within. Yeah,
1: and, and the we area. we build upon that. The Enterprise Centre's idea is to build the knowledge and skills of yeah. uh, people new entrepreneurs in the area and we run a whole series of stuff on that but yeah. you know if the attitude is wrong it doesn't matter how much knowledge and skill you build if the person yeah. hasn't got that get up and go and do something don't want to do it. it's not yeah. gonna work
0: and i saw i saw that there's some really interesting events that you're bringing into uh, northern ireland so you know you've had the tedx storm at woman Masterclass, which is really Great brand and really insightful for that entrepreneurial spirit that you're talking about. And then I saw that in you know normal times you'd have a series of events, and you had that business and leadership forum with some of the best of your local sportsmen, Rory Best.
1: That's right. That's right. Retired
0: now, but still great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mary Peters, Michael O'Neill. We like We we in that uh, series of seminars, we believe that there is a cross overlap between um, sport. And business yeah. in, as far as leadership you know and the, the mindset circular,
0: yeah right. the resilience of it and so on and the social impacts i mean obviously the very first social impact that you've got is that you are creating a really great environment for an entrepreneurial spirit that exists within dungannon and there's 17 full-time employees in the center is that correct brian
1: yeah yeah well they're of different different doing different things we're not all working on business startup yeah. Uh, there is a team that looks after business startup, but we have also got our digital marketing team and we've got Purple Dot yeah. Media and we've got yeah. a whole range of other staff as well, supporting the tenants as well.
0: Yeah, So yeah. you've been able to create that kind of a skill set that supports the overall ambition for these startups and That's those right. people have a full time job. What yeah. are the other um, social impacts that you think are being delivered in the community, Brian?
1: Well, we, we work with schools as well. We're promoting yeah. enterprise awareness uh, within schools. Uh, as you can imagine, a lot of schools have to work within the syllabus that they're being given, yeah. and we would try to enrich that and put a bit of more realism to it yeah. so that self-employment as a career option is actively marketed and yeah. actually promoted yeah. to to uh, young people. Uh, it's not a hard thing to do, believe it or not, in schools in Dungan because a lot of, uh, a lot of young people that are in schools their parents already self-employed yes. so you're you know to talk about self-employment as a real meaningful career option isn't isn't a, isn't a big sale
0: so they're experiencing um, it at home already yeah. it's their new norm basically
1: yeah and that, that's one thing another thing we do as well we we would generate surpluses from a lot uh, of things that we do and those that cash surpluses would be reinvested back into the community
0: okay you know
1: so, so we create- you make
0: you make more for more people basically within the community
1: for instance, like we would invest in the town centre development,
0: yeah. you know, the
1: regeneration of the town. Uh, there are community organisations that are perhaps a wee bit financially in financial difficulty, and we would yeah. prop them up, you know?
0: Yeah, so you're all supporting each other. Um, I know we ha- I haven't been able to physically go to see your centre, but I have been able to see it uh, online, as I mentioned earlier. So for me, the first surprise I had was the scale of the building the size of it within gannon That would be the first thing that I was quite surprised about. The second thing was in, you mentioned earlier about the cube and this kind of business startup uh, space that you've created up there. When you look at the cube and where the interesting kind of way in which you've built it is you've got these steel crates that are sort of built on top of each other and they're converted into offices mm-hmm. and visually they're really creative, really modern, very contemporary look like they could just as easily sit in Belfast or sit in Dublin or, you know, a very young, kind of youthful, modern way of which people expect to work on now, I suppose. Is that one of the things that surprises people the most when they come to visit or yep. are there other things?
1: No, you're, you're right. The, you know, if I got a pound for every time somebody came in and said yeah. the word quirky,
0: yeah,
1: uh, I'd be a very wealthy. It, it, is, it, it was done that way so that people get that... Uh, Google, Hangouts, yes, Facebook. You know,
0: and I suppose when you're thinking about entrepreneurs and startups, they are looking to the future. They need to be working in an environment that projects the future rather than look like it's from the past, right?
1: That's right. And and in this current climate where we're walking working into a future of social distancing, yeah, the the cube is actually perfect for it. You know, like thirteen little offices that you can yeah. come and go. You can isolate yourself in. They're completely yeah. furnished. They're completely with broadband, electric. Heating, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting that we were at the stage now where we were thinking of expanding it and we weren't yeah. too sure.
0: Yeah. We've
1: definitely come around to the, the way of thinking now. Yeah, we, we should be doing more of these.
0: That's uh, so the COVID uh, re- reset has given you an opportunity that you'd already touched on previously. Yeah, yeah. It's good, I suppose. And I think quite a number of clients are going to consider, you know, how do they reset or reevaluate what it is that they've got because people still will want to go to work. Yeah. Um, just how they go to work might be slightly different. Can I ask you another question, Brian? Um, how does the local uh, how 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 have you found the local funding and support for your enterprise centre since you've been the chief executive?
1: Well, we we were very limited in the funding that we we got in the early years. We got funding through the European Union, Peace and Reconciliation, and yeah. our National Fund for Ireland. That, that's way back in the nineties. But in the last yeah. twenty years, we have been totally self-supported. Yeah. Now, uh, we did re- receive uh, the support from uh, your your own organization and the, but that was that was a, a, a soft loan or a, a, you yeah know, which is slightly different but yeah we, we have been using all our surpluses to reinvest back into our, our organization
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: the way we've been building and building
0: and so you kind of have a self a self-sufficient part of your funding uh, and you want and that's kind of part of your ethos is to be as self-sufficient as you can be but can i ask you then um how what was the tipping point then for coming to community finance ireland formerly ucit yeah. what tipping point made you say well actually we need funding and these are the t- these are the people <laughs> that we need to speak to.
1: uh yeah that that's an interesting one because we went in reverse we didn't there was no um clear plan as to building the cube. Way back in in 2013, we had a 4,000 square foot factory that was empty okay. and I needed to yeah. do something with it. Yeah. And uh, bearing in mind our, our ethos of helping businesses start up, one factory is not enough. So what what we done was we looked at it from the point of view of, of maybe steel containers yeah. or sheds or beach huts or something that we could put in. And we so we bought five steel containers, and it cost us around about thirty five, forty thousand okay. pounds, which was within our cash. We could do it our reserves. Yeah. But as we got uh, developed the cube, we realised we could put more containers and more and more and build up into the second floor, so that we had a total of thirteen steel containers in the four thousand square foot factory. And at that stage, our ca- our cash reserves were now drained, and okay. we felt a wee bit exposed. So. Yeah whenever we turned to Community Finance Ireland or uh, at that time, Ulster Community Investment Trust, they were more than happy to come along and say, look, we will, uh, we will give you what you would have borrowed to build yes. this. And uh, then you'll be able to put your reserves back into the, in, for other things.
0: So the tipping point was you had enough cash to actually get the idea off the ground, but in order to make it as viable as possible for future, you needed yes. a little more. So you just needed a partner that could collaborate and understand that vision.
1: And a partner that could uh, had in, belief in us. Yeah. Because this was a brand new idea. You, like yeah. If anybody sees the, the, the photographs, you'll, you, you know, you have to go to London uh, to see something like this. Yeah. Well done, and, uh, you know, we needed a partner, that, not like a bank, but a yeah. partner that said, yeah, okay, we'll, we see this as quirky. We'll, we'll take a, a gamble see, with you. So
0: they see the potential. And can I ask you, Brian, what was the experience like with the team at Community Finance Ireland for you and your team?
1: Oh, there, when I say the word partnership I'm not kidding like we, they were a partner hand in glove with us in this okay. you know there was no feeling of uh, they were a funder there was more feeling that they were partners trying to yeah. solve a problem so um, you
0: felt supported through that
1: Absolutely. You felt you were really being, it actually gave me reassurance that I was doing something. That you're doing the right
0: thing. We hear that quite a lot from other clients around this concept that sometimes when you're working so hard on your own thing, you start to almost get a sense of, well, am I actually doing the right thing? And how reassuring it is to find somebody who says, actually, do you know what? this is the right thing and you need to keep going with it. Um, Can I just ask you then, so the benefit of that funding at that tipping point time, that gave you and your team the opportunity to build these cubes and these self-contained modern contemporary spaces for those startups in the area to to get on with their jobs. Prior to COVID, you were probably at about 95% occupancy, were you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Whenever we officially opened in 2013, all 13 cubes were filled,
0: Brilliant. you
1: know, within two months, oh. three months. So, and they, they, they fluctuate. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we give everybody a month's notice so you can come and go as you please.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and we have found that our occupancy, our turnover in tenants uh, is about 100% every year. So yeah. you'll have 13 tenants coming and 13 tenants going.
0: Yeah, so they're there with the, for the cycle of their particular start of their journey. Yeah. Um, and so now with COVID, is, have you? I mean, how has how has that impacted for the startups? I mean, are people still able to social distance and come into work there, or have you had challenges?
1: Yeah, we we have had challenges. We're we're working remotely through Zoom and uh, Microsoft Teams, and we can we can mentor and train that way. Right. Uh, there is a clear distinction between uh, the. Early adopters—the ones who are saying, "I need to start planning and doing something now," and the ones that are quite happy to sit at home and wait for the storm to pass—and so, um, okay. we're working so, with the ones that are proactive.
0: Okay. Um, and I suppose everybody takes a different approach to COVID because you know we don't know how it impacts on people's um, mental yeah. or their home life. You know, That's if they're right. doing home life balance. Um. So you've been with the Enterprise Center now so 20 over 20 years oh, yeah yeah i'm thinking about people who might be listening in who are in a community um somewhere in northern ireland um and they are at an earlier stage and they're thinking gosh you know i'd really like to do something for startups in my community uh but i'm way 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 behind in terms of where you and your team are brian what have you learned from the process that you can share with others that would be at an earlier stage than yourselves
1: yeah well um I would love to think it was me that done it but the truth is it wasn't it was more Always team. teamwork and teamwork yeah. is, is number one in my mind you know yeah you, uh, like i may be the source that has asked the question why don't we do something here mm-hmm. uh but that doesn't mean i am the one that takes it further like even mm-hmm. the building of those those steel containers the cube the cube uh, there must have been about 25 30 people involved in it. and there yeah. is a plaque that acknowledges all the people that are involved. And some of them are children. Some of them are yeah. just teenagers that have said something that was a good idea. Maybe the color we yeah. picked. Another yeah. could be, you know, uh, an elderly gentleman that I'm sitting in a pub on a Friday night and he happens to just say something that is, that is very interesting. The, the, the most important thing, I think, is to spread the load. You know, okay. and Get a team together. Get a bunch so teamwork
0: of is a is a good trend. I mean, a lot of our clients would always talk about the fact that it is teamwork and that it is no, it's not a me business. It's a we business, isn't it, Brian? Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you if you're if you're the if you're the only person, that's going to die with you just as well yeah. as live with you. And uh, you know the, the second thing is that I'd be saying once you get that teamwork up and uh, going and get it going, the trick is to make yourself redundant. To give yes. away your idea. Yeah, give yeah. Give it. Don't don't make it your baby. If it is your baby. Yes. You but have you have to, have to let it fly. It, you have to let it fly. All
0: mothers would tell you that about their own kids, right? That's right. You and then you let them fly.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: well, and so, what else do you think? Um, you might um, uh, one of the things that I hear a lot about is that it's a marathon, not a sprint. I mean, would you be would you be of the same view that you have to take the long term view with these projects?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like uh, that that. We, we started thinking of that way back before the 2012 Olympics in London. Yeah. That, yeah, because yeah, it yeah. was in the build-up to the 2012 Olympics that I happened to see something on the... on the, uh, like the cubes. Uh, down in the, on the yeah. West Bank. Down in East, in East
0: London. They had yeah. to build. They had to find um, a new innovative way to actually build space for people.
1: That's right. So, so yeah. seeing that, and like two yeah. years on, we got it going. But then, you know, it took another two or three years, really five, six years without a problem. Yeah, You know, in, in, from concept to, to uh, finish and, and established. So, so
0: the, the looking for ideas from, from outside, collaboration with people, the idea that you're there for the long term uh, rather than the short term. What other insights would be helpful to any volunteers or community, like-minded people or social enterprises that yeah. might be listening in today? What else would you share with them that you've
1: learned? Well, I, I would be saying expect and encourage uh, criticism. Okay. expect it uh, expect that the you know people n- to knock you and that's yeah. you know and then you need that stickability to keep going yeah you know okay. if you know like uh, people have got great ideas and i that, I thought that was a brilliant idea the yeah. people, but believe me, I had a lot of people said no no, why would we do Never that work. and in mind can? I had a budget of forty five thousand pound to build it yeah. and when it was finished it was hundred and twenty thousand pounds right. So that was a lot of convincing, a lot of bringing a lot of people along, yeah. and uh, you know that I would be advising people: look, look forty-five thousand, one hundred twenty—it's just a number. Yeah. If the idea is right. Stick at it. And
0: um, I want to say thank you, Brian, for taking the time to come and speak to uh, me today. Um, even with the social distancing, it's always good to talk and to hear the stories. And on behalf of the listeners. For Community Finance Ireland, I want to say thank you very much and we wish you all the very best continued success uh, and we look forward to all of the startups that are going to get support, mentoring and working brilliantly facilities up there in Dungan and Tyrone. Thank you very much, Brian. From our team at Community Finance Ireland, thank you to those volunteers and leaders who spent time sharing their success and determination. We hope you found some useful insights while listening here. Their stories demonstrate that dreamers are always welcome in our communities. You may be a dreamer today, but you too could be the changemaker of the future. Be sure to subscribe to this series and tune in to hear our next story coming soon.